daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. That is Rock Auto. Uh, Ulysses, we have immersed ourselves into the Tampa Bay Rays offseason. And that means one thing. It is time for player reviews. A lengthy slew of player reviews on the docket. So and gear up, Rays fans. That's what we got. And, uh, you know, I, I brought my winter hat on, my winter race hat. This is off-season Ulysses right now. So if you're on YouTube, you can, you can catch a glimpse of, of this warlock yeah. over here. Rays, winter, snowflakes, all of that jazz. I'm sad. I'm mm-hmm. still sad. I'm still bitter. I understand that we have to be happy, though, because yes. there are other uh, fan bases that have not gone to the playoffs in 20 years. So, or you're just the pirates. So, which is honestly more awful than being the Seattle Mariners. So there's that. So we're not pirates fans. We're not Mariners fans. We're very, very lucky. Uh, We're just this, this much away from being awesome. But yeah, you're right. Player reviews. Who do we have? Who are we going to highlight on our player review for today this the start of the 2021 offseason well if we're going by a mix of performance and alphabetical order first up and it's kind of ironic or interesting because this guy often leads off games Ooh. randy arena look at is that first up so the way we'll be doing these player reviews is we will introduce the player we'll talk about what went well what went wrong and then we'll discuss the player's future with the team. And Ulysses, I think it's fair to say with Randy Rosarena, there were a lot of things that went well yes. for him. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, you know, I think we should talk about the, 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 the big numbers first. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that slash line. 274, 356 on base, a 459 slugging. That means an 815 OPS, very, very healthy OPS. He's a 2020 guy, 20 home runs, 20 bags uh, he took to, uh, this year, 69 RBI. So almost 70 RBIs from a guy who's leading off a lot of games. Yes. That's that's really impressive. He was a 3.3 F4 player. Uh, so I, I didn't get to look at his baseball reference war. So 4.2. 4.2, 4. according to B-Rep. I so have that pulled up. 4.2, that's nice. 3.3, so he's right in the middle there. So what, 3.8? Yeah, three point eight WAR. That's that's really healthy. That's one of your best players out there. Um, I I I have negatives, but the positives I think are way more than the negatives, Kevin. When you talk about Randy, yes. And uh, to your point about being a twenty twenty player, I don't want to say it was a fluke, 
because he was really pushing hard for that 2020. He was going to make sure <laughs> he got that 2020 one way or the other. It wasn't like yeah. the most natural. It was, we've got the division. Let's go get some numbers. But yeah. still, nonetheless, 2020 player, which has been done by only two other Rays players. Yep. Who are they, Ulysses? B.J. Upton, who I believe did it three times. Correct. And Tommy Pham, who did it in 2019. So, guys, this is not something that just happens. Yes. It's very, very difficult. You have to have a very good player to be a 2020 guy. So, three total guys in over 23 years of this mm-hmm. franchise. That's pretty impressive stuff by, by Randy. And, again, I know he's a little bit on the older side of rookies. He's still a rookie. Yes. So, And uh, let me say this, too. Regarding the 2020 thing, there were some other guys that got very, very close in Ray's lore. For example, Ben Zobrist. He had a year where he was 2019. Ooh. 20 homers, 19 stolen bases, and that very well could have been Randy Rosarina this season. Uh, he also had a year where he went uh, 27 and 17. Carl Crawford, who, I mean, his, if we're talking about power-speed combo, probably the most impressive out of all the guys we've talked about, yeah. but he never got to that 2020 mark. It no. was more along the lines of 18 homers and 58 stolen <laughs> bases or 19 homers and 47 stolen bases. That what, That's what we were looking at. with him but uh we also with randy have to give him kudos and praise for another really strong postseason and quite frankly could have been stronger if uh renfro gate didn't happen or i guess the the play that he made in the yeah gate all that stuff that happened but he he did something that we may never see in our lifetimes in a playoff postseason game stealing home that's going to be on highlight reels for years and years and years to come. Whenever somebody tells me uh, the, the question of what's the coolest thing that you've seen in a, in a stadium live, I've got a couple. Mm-hmm. I, I've got a couple. A perfect game by a Venezuelan-born player. That's yeah. that that has to be a one. But seeing up on a playoff game somebody steal home and get a home run in the same game at your home field. Uh, that's that's pretty exciting too. Uh, yeah. and, and you know, again, he he showed up in the postseason. You're right, Kevin. Look at his last line: three thirty three, four seventy four on base, six hundred slugging, over a thousand OPS. That is something that has to count. And not only that, he showed up in the postseason in back to back years, but if you look at his month to month breakdown, mm-hmm. he is a stable contributor throughout the year. You have to love that. Yes. You have to love a guy who you know what you're going to see at the end of the 30 months, uh, 30, 30 days in each month. I mean, it, it's honestly, I'll take that mm-hmm. over other guys who go on really hot streaks and then disappear, especially if they disappear when you need them the most. Randy Rosarena is not that guy. And I think that has to push him a little bit up in the hierarchy of best players, of favorite favorite players for Rays Nation because he's a stable contributor and he shows up when he has to. I'm glad you mentioned that. Stable, consistent, because month by month, the numbers are, it's not, oh, he hit 400 one month and then hit 170 another (laughs) month. And it's not just month to month, but really in so many other situations, home away, day, night, grass, turf, lefties, righties, bases, empties, 
Bases juice, starters, relievers. Yeah. No outs, two outs, one out. Like he's he's been there. He's been solid in many of those situations. And one other thing that I want to mention about Randy before we move on to uh, some of the drawbacks of his 2021 campaign is the ability to take the extra base. Yes. Going from first to third and sometimes going from first to home. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw this on MLB Network and would probably have to dig into the numbers a little bit, but he ranked among the league leaders or was tops in the league in extra base taken percentage. However, fan graphs <laughs> determines that, but okay. we saw that we've seen many, many a time where, uh, Randy Rosarina is cutting the bases hard first to third and the helmet is popping off. Yeah, no. And, and you know that that's a good thing when he, that helmet comes off, that means he's going that extra gear and mm-hmm. you're right. He is able to do that, but he's also been able to, walk more be a little bit more patient this year his actual his walk rate increased by 1.5 percent it's sitting at 9.3 percent uh that you can only hope that that discipline gets better and then you can imagine how that's going to affect his his overall numbers in in, in next year so all around you you see the, the 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 flashes in 2019 and in 2020 and you saw it in his rookie year that he is as stable as they come and a game that you play 162 games, you can't just take off 80 games being horrible and then just be a superstar the next 80. I'd rather have the guy who you can count on for 140 games. Uh, let's put an eye stint in there and normal number in and day out, and that's Randy Rosarena. Another thing we can count on, Ulysses, and the listeners can count on, Rock Auto. Right. Of course they can, because you know what? You can do two of the most favorite things in in the world. You can save time and money when you can use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100 percent more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? That doesn't make sense. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that Kevin Wise and myself sent you there. Amazing selection reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, Ulysses, we've been glowing about Randy the last 10 minutes or so, but not everybody can be perfect in every and all situations all the time. Uh, What went wrong? What were some things that went wrong sideways with Randy this year? And and that's fair. And I think, you know, if, if you look at, some of the peripherals, mm-hmm. not exactly good news for race fans. Uh, you can see that the exit velocity went down this year. You can see that the launch angle went down as well. You can see the barrel percentage went down almost six points. The hard hit percentage, two points. Um, it might not sound like much, but when you put all the pieces together and the fact that he was at, uh, his BABIP was at 363, pretty high, Yeah. then you can get by with seeing eye singles and all that. And to this effect, 
the line drives went down, the ground, the ground ball percentage went up 2.5%. So not exactly what you want to see. And of course, what everybody talked about the race was the strikeout rate, yes. almost at 30%. Uh, I mean, he had the most strikeouts on the team. Not the highest strikeout rate per se, no. but he led the team in strikeouts. He had more than Brandon Lau. He had 107, 170 strikeouts. And I think just anecdotally what we had seen a little bit, there were several times where he was swinging out of his shoes mm-hmm. and he didn't have to. No. Now we also would see adjustments sometimes, but he also kind of played victim and was susceptible to those sliders, sliders down yeah. and away. He hit 214 against sliders this year, but there were, I mean, if I'm just, playing some recency bias here and and looking at what he did in the playoffs. I did like, you know, sometimes first pitch he would swing for the fences and then he would make a little bit of an adjustment from there. And it's like, okay, fastball away. I'm just going to poke it the other way or poke it up the middle and and take my base hit and go from there. But the strikeouts were one drawback of his this season. Another thing, as we talk about him being a 2020 player, he was also caught stealing 10 times. Yeah. 10 times, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that was tied for the most in baseball you, with, can you name the guy who tied with him for the most caught stealings? Manny Margot? Uh, incorrect. I will, uh, I will say this guy very well could win the MVP for the American League. Shohei Otani? Yes. Then, and Otani had 26 stolen bases, but 10's a lot. 10's a lot when you only have 20. Exactly. So that's that's not a good percentage at all. I mean, that yeah. that's what sixty six point six percent. Like that, you you want that to be seventy five or higher, right? So you, you got to pick better places. I understand what Kevin Cash said at the end. He's like, "Give me that green light. Mm-hmm. You know, give me that verde, verde, verde. You know, yeah. you got to give it to me." Uh, maybe this offseason that that's something that he can work on. Just right. better jumps. Um, because you know that also comes with the territory of being a rookie though not knowing the pitchers let's also yeah it's a drawback but i feel like that you can get better at just like his outfield jumps that's what i wanted to say yeah it's not only the jumps to get that that base uh you know Mm -hmm. that 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 stolen base but it's also the jumps on the balls on the outfield Uh, if you look at baseball savant he's really rated negatively in all parts in all components of the jump, the mm-hmm. the route, the reaction. Uh, so I, 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 those are negatives, and right. you have to point them out. But the good thing about these negatives, I think, is that you can improve of them. Right. But are they negatives? A hundred percent. Yeah, and I don't know where we stand if we're totally sold on his defense. But again, I think some of that comes back to the fact that he is, for all intents and purposes. A rookie, mm-hmm. how much time had he spent playing alongside Kevin Kiermeyer or Austin Meadows or Manny Margot? How many had he ever played in Detroit before? Had he ever played in Minnesota before right. or Cleveland or Seattle or Chicago or Los Angeles or Kansas City? This is these are new environments, new challenges. Yeah. And just the the speed of the game, the way the ball comes off the bat, the pitcher who's on the mound. And I don't think it's easy for a guy to, you know, one day you might be playing left field. The next day you might be playing Thank you. right field. So because I look at it and he played 81 games in left, 
53 games in right. He had a game in center, and then he DH'd 19 games as well. And I, I did notice, you know, something that we have to bring up with Randy is there's been a couple incidences with uh, collisions or near collisions. Yeah. Wander Franco. That one, yeah. The Kevin Kiermeyer stealing his thunder right. a little bit. And I wonder if that, if one, it's a language barrier, if it's a lack of confidence or not a lack of confidence, but a lack of, Hey, this is, this is my ball. Assertiveness. Yeah. Assertiveness. And because he is, I mean, when he makes a big play or makes a big homer, he does show the theatrics, but sometimes it's just, he came out of nowhere and made the catch or he doesn't wave his arm or he doesn't make a signal or yell anything out that this is my ball. This is my ball. This is my ball. And that's a problem. I, I think it's the comfortability factor. If I had to pick one, it's a comfortability factor, not only on the stadium, but also just being a little bit more assertive on like, no, this is yeah. my ball. I have to call him off. Uh, maybe I think he's not shy, but maybe he he does retract a little mm-hmm. bit of who he usually is at the box. Right. There's a little bit of a different personality there. He shines to make the highlight reel catch. Like we we have seen many highlight reel catches yeah. this whole year. Randy going. Especially coming going in too. Yeah. yeah, coming in, diving, of course, that, that big Fenway play in April, that was that was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the play at the trop where K- KK lost it and he came out of nowhere like Superman and saved the day. Uh, so you can see the highlight reel catches. So the negative, I think you can you can that that can get better. Honestly, you also look at his outs above average, and he's at I believe seventy third percentile. Okay, so not horrible. I mean, obviously seventy third percentile is something to be to be proud of, but he's actually at zero outs above average. So I think there's enough raw material that you can push him next year to be a little bit better. But if you grade it in 2021, it it is a negative. Yes. And you also wonder how much of, I mean, it's great to have Kevin Kiermaier in center field for sure, but you wonder if Randy defers a little bit or is hesitant knowing there is some history there. Uh, If there's a ball in the gap, do I just lay off a little bit? Do I wait? I don't know how they kind of measure the jumps and, when is he what? better? When yeah. is he when when is he graded better at those games? When KK is yeah. next to him, or when maybe KK is not next to him, so he can be free. He can actually mm-hmm. say, "Hey, I got this." I don't know. Yeah, that that's that's something. That's, that's something that the uh, Rays analytics department. I'm sure they have a lot of metrics on that. One thing I, I want to also point out as a negative, and again, we're nitpicking because he's a really good player. He's probably going to win. He's probably going to win rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah. So nitpicking on, on a guy that's winning the rookie of the year, it seems kind of a, but th- this is the episode guys. Yeah. This is player reviews. Player um, review time. We got to talk about what went right, what went wrong and the player's future with the team. So exactly. it's the off season guys. So, so, if I have to nitpick one more thing, it's the grounded into double play action. Mm. Do you know how many grounded into double play he had in 2021? I do not. I will say probably just a handful, though. Five, six. Definitely not as many as uh, Tommy Pham had when he was a member of the 2020 club. I, so I, I'm glad. Do you remember what, how many Pham had that year? I think it was 2021. No, no. But you know, you know how many he had Pham in 2019? I, that's what 20, I think. 2021. Oh, 20 or 21. Yeah, 20 or 21. Oh, God. I, I don't remember if it was that high. But uh, Randy Rosarain in 2021 had nine. Okay. Just for comparison's mm. sake. For comparison's sake. Uh, Crawford in, in with the Giants had nine. Canna, Mark. 
Hunter Renfro had seven. Tommy Pham had 10. Mm. Okay. So he's a fast guy. He's a fast guy. We've seen it. The sprint speed. He's in the 90th percentile. Randy is. So he's a fast guy. He's got bursts. He's got bolts. What's happening with the grounded into the play? Is it because he hits the ball too hard? And so it's easier to make the double play around the horn or six, four, three, whatever it is. Maybe. But it, when I saw that number, I'm like, Maybe that's something we should look out next year. The grounded into double plays by mm-hmm. Randy. Is he is he going all the way all the time? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's another question because hasn't there been a time or two where he would this isn't necessarily a grounded to double play scenario, but he thinks he has a home run and it turns out to go off the wall and he wasn't hustling out of the box. I feel right. like that's happened. A couple times, a couple times during the course of the 2021 season. So that could be something, something to to watch yeah. out for. Um, you know, again, he's a he's a he's a very fast guy. Yes. So getting into nine, almost double digit, du- grounded into double plays, when a guy like Hunter Renfro is hitting only seven, and they both hit the ball hard. Mm-hmm. I don't have the numbers in front of me on, on Renfro how how hard he hits the ball, but um, it did surprise me. It did surprise me. Bet online is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Be sure to head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code locked on L O C K E D O N locked on to receive your bonus bet online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And it's where the game starts. Uh, Okay. Ulysses uh, Randy's future, Randy's future with the Rays. uh, I think I'm pretty confident in saying he will, he will be on the team. In 2022, I think he's probably more likely than just about every other outfielder <laughs> on the Rays. I mean, think about it. No, for Manny sure. Margot, Austin Meadows, Brett Phillips, they're all arbitration eligible. Yeah. And Kevin Kiermeyer has that $12 million price tag looming over his head. Yeah. No, so, you're right. He's definitely the the, the safest outfielder, I, I, I would say. That's yeah. definitely sure. Um, let's remember... Uh, Arb eligible. When is he arbitration eligible? That's at the start of the 2023 season. So for sure, you're going to see him on 2022. Um, free agent start of the 2027 season. So let's go with the Arb. Start of the 2023 season. Kevin, would you say that Randy Rosarena would be one of the top three players that a national baseball fan would know if you're talking about the Tampa Bay race? I would say yes. I would say yes, too. I would say yes to. Would you say that there have been many guys in that top three going into arbitration uh, for the Rays multiple years? Mm, I don't know if I say that question again. That uh, that well of a name, n- that well-known name for uh-huh. the Rays, have those players gone through arbitration two times? I'm sure there has. Uh, David Price is the last guy. Okay. I mean, from from recollection, I mean, how many guys with that status quo without a long-term deal right, have been held on through arbitration multiple times? Maybe Glass now would be one if he gets through this year. 
good point. So but even Glass now, I think, is lower than Randy Rosarena when you're talking about the Rays in a national stage because of what he has done in the postseason. The postseason carries just too much weight. I'm getting kind of hesitant on talking about the future of Randy Rosarena because I don't see more than three years here. Left mm. 2022, 2023, 2024, second arb. I thought he was arbitration eligible in 2024. The, oh, do I have and it wrong? Free Either way, your, your point is valid with that. Let me double check because I thought it was start of. Uh... Who knows if anybody knows if anybody's correct. But according to baseball reference, he would be arbitration eligible in 2024, and a free agent in 2027. I have Fangraphs pulled up right now, and it says projected to be arbitration eligible for the 2023 season. Yeah, see, I don't know how much the COVID year impacts things. Okay. But either way, your point remains valid that uh, I don't know if the Rays will want to pay what he might command in arbitration, assuming that this system remains the way it is with the CBA. But there you go. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah. Where is that going? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know. But regardless, ARB2 is the one I'm looking at. Okay. So if that is 2023 as fan graphs or, or baseball reference as 2024, then that's the year. ARB2 is the question mark. Will they go through with it? I don't know. You might be right, though. COVID might might be skewing things off. I don't know. But according to Fangraphs, it's 2023. Baseball reference, 2024. Regardless, ARB2 people. That's yeah. the one I don't think that they would go through with. Do you think they would go through with that? I mean, if they're... It depends what that number is going to be. It depends what that number is going to be. If it's six, seven million dollars, I think they would probably pay that. If he continues to produce and continues to be on the trajectory yes. that he is. Uh, so that brings up the question, do you think he's going to get a contract extension? No. Or they're just going to wait this thing out and say and do what they've done with so many other players. That's the thing. I, I don't think you sign them to a long-term deal because you, you can't. If you're the Rays, you can't. If you're a Rays fan, you're saying, why not? Um, yeah. You, you got to look... Let, let's just say that 2023 is the, the eligible, the first arm. Kevin, I think we're underselling him by saying five, six mil the second year. Honestly, that Joey Wendell got, got three mil yeah. uh, in his first arm. Randy Rosarena is going to get more than three mil in his arm, first arm. Like, I'm talking six, seven first arm. Like, then he'll probably be gone by that second year. That's exactly the point. So, so he's going to be a double-digit million dollar a guy in 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 his second arb he's gonna be 10 mil or more second arb so if that's 2024 i don't know about that maybe that's a, that's his last year that's his future his future is arb too yeah that and that's why the rays want to make sure they've got a strong farm system so they can just say all right move along randy here's josh low there you go here's you know, insert player there. So God, you're, you're dooming the mood here. <laughs> Did I, I mean, honestly, you are actually making me happy by, by saying that his, his first arbitration will be 2024. So I hope uh, again, that it might right. all, it might all go to crap with the new CBA. You're right. So, I mean, if anything, it 
you would think that it would have to benefit the players because it's kind of ridiculous that Randy Rosarina and so many other players put up great. They have to wait so many years before they can get a couple million bucks. I know it's, it's insane. It's insane. Especially because when they're a minor leaguer, they're basically <laughs> paying to be a, 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 a player uh, yeah. essentially. So no, I think ARB two is, is the way if, if everything stands pad, which I don't think it will be, I think it's going to be benefiting, benefiting the, the players as it should be. So then, then it, it gets even murkier for, for his future with the race. But I feel like the next two years, 2022, 2023, you're definitely going, you're going to be okay with that. A Jersey. I'm mm-hmm. talking to you, Austin Holloway. I know you bought that one. Um, so at Rosarena jerseys are fine for the next two years. You're safe. The next year, ARB two. I would oh. um I, I would really start hoping. Again, it, they could sign him to a long term. And if you sign him to a long term, you kind of hold on to that 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 market value and maybe you you ex- you, you can yeah deal him a little bit later maybe that year after arp three maybe his first free agent year that you bought out i don't know something like that but arp two is the one i'm looking at man and that means that it's in three seasons <laughs> do you see okay trying to change gears here whoops and end this on a somewhat positive note i know that we're already talking about trading or getting rid of Randy at Rose Arena. That's what, the world we, we live in. I know. It sucks. Holy and if you're crap. listening to this and you're like, oh, this sucks. It, dude, I know. Me too. I wish that wasn't the case. And you know what? I hope you know what? Let's I will turn this around. Let's hope that the CBA makes a, a salary a floor. It's a hundred million. Then guess what? People are gonna get extensions because that's the way that I would see this is a talented group. You want to keep it united, you want to keep the young talent here and happy. Get Wander Franco an extension. Randy Rosarino, you get an extension. Austin Meadows, you get an extension. Oprah Winfrey might as well just come down here to Tampa. You get an extension, and you get an extension, and you get an extension. That's the way I'd see it. Uh, But the ways that things are right now, yeah. Two more years securely with Randy. Third one, most likely. And then after that, question marks all around, Kevin. Final question here. Um, yeah. Randy Rosarina, 2022. We talked about him having a 2020 season. Does he have a 25, 25 season in him? No, mm. no, he doesn't. But at 20, another 2020. Yeah, I think so. And, and that doesn't mean that he doesn't get to 25 bombs. I think his, the power is going to increase. Yeah. Um, it's the stolen bases. You got to get better jumps. You got to know the pitchers better. So let, let, let's hope, but I would say maybe a 25, 20 is more realistic for him. But I have one last question for you, Kevin, before we wrap this up, our old player reviews, we always ended with one question we have to put on our, on on our educator hats on. I have my, my winter hat on. You you don't Mm -hmm. have a hat on. Um, can you give Randy Rosarena a 2021 grade and yes, people, we're going to include the postseason in these grades. We're going to okay. include the postseason in these grades. So, Kevin Weiss, what do you give in red ink to Randy Rosarena's 2021 season, including the playoffs? A minus. Very nice. Very nice. You know what? This is how I know this is a good episode because we're we're just in line. I give him a 93. A 93. All right. Very good. Okay. Uh, Thank you all for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen. 
every day. And we will be back tomorrow. In the meantime, check out the latest episode of the Locked on MLB podcast.